What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, I'm Zach. And I'm Jesse. And you're watching Tesla Time News. Episode 330. On Now You Know. We're brought to you by our amazing Patreon patrons. Help support us bring you independent news every week by heading over to patreon.com slash now you know. There's a lot of really cool perks over there. You can support the show and get those. Uh, it's a really good deal. You should go check it out. Happy New Year, everybody. Before we start the show, number 330 in a row, I want to welcome back old friends and thank new friends who are just joining us. Jesse and I are honored that you're spending your valuable time with us, and we both take that very seriously. We're here for you in good times, and we're here for you when the road is rough. And I've never been more sure of the importance of our mission, and I couldn't have done it, and I wouldn't have done it without Jesse. I'm the luckiest guy in the world to be able to work with my son every day. Um, I'm, I am the luckiest, and I love you very much. Thanks, Dad. I love you, too. Now on with the show. All right, we're going to cover this more on Investor Club Bonus Story this week, so please consider joining us on Patreon because you don't want to make the same mistake that so many other people are making. This is what opportunity looks like. And I'm talking, of course, about this, Tesla's stock price. It hit a 52-week low of $108 a share last week. Oh, my goodness. This is the end of Tesla. Elon's gone crazy. Sell, sell, sell. Idiots! Get back in there at once and sell, sell! We should... You don't hold on to this stock. It went down. I know. I know. Who would have thought that Tesla's stock price would be down 65% in the past 12 months? Elon issued an email to all Tesla employees, as he's done every year for the past five years, with a very upbeat take on what's been going on, saying, by the way, don't be too bothered by stock market craziness. As we demonstrate continued excellent performance, the market will recognize that. Long term, I believe very much that Tesla will be the most valuable company on Earth. And again, this is what opportunity looks like. So we're going to get into the why over on Patreon. And don't forget, we've been right many times before. And yes, Elon is no longer the world's richest person. And he is the first person to lose $200 billion, at least on paper. But we're going to talk about all that 
over there on Patreon. Now, we're still going to have to wait until March to get the IRS's guidance on exactly how the EV tax credit will work in regards to the battery components. But we did get some new information last week. Yeah, we did a whole in-depth episode about this last week. So check that out if you'd find it helpful. Uh, But one thing here that came up and a lot of people asked about the Model Y. Yeah, so take a look at this. This is directly from the IRS, and this lists all of the Tesla models and what the applicable MSRP limits are. And if you look closely, you'll notice something a little strange. Uh? In the five-seat configuration, the Tesla Model Y appears to be considered a sedan and therefore subject to the $55,000 price limit. The seven-seat Model Y is categorized as an SUV and therefore gets the $80,000 limit. So be aware of that when you're ordering the Model Y. Now, a similar thing is going on with the VW ID4. The all-wheel drive Pro and Pro S are classified as an SUV and get the $80,000 limit, uh, while the other variants of the ID4 get the sedan limit. And look at this. The Ford Escape plug-in hybrid made it in for some reason, and it got an $80,000 limit. So the ID4 Pro and the Ford Escape are both five-seat vehicles, by the way. So if you're like as confused as I am, and it sounds like the reason is due to a weight limit. They put a weight limit to determine if something is an SUV or not. It's something that only someone in tax code could think because they can't. Well, how would I know what an SUV is? I am a tax person. But I don't know what reality looks like. I, in fact, can't see unless it is made out of numbers. But hang on. If that's true, then why would the seven seat Model Y fare differently than the five seat? Because it's slightly heavier. But you can't tell me that the Ford Escape plug-in hybrid is heavier than the Model Y. I think you probably could. Wait, so you're telling me that because the Ford Escape plug-in hybrid has batteries and an engine probably making it a little bit heavier, therefore heavier equals more SUV-ish? I believe at the moment that's all we know. It seems to me that all Tesla has to do is sell you a five-seater Model Y with a couple cinder blocks in there. There you go. There you go. Model so, Y cinder blocks. Uh-huh. I think that should be a new thing. So uh, take that, Mr. Taxman. Um, I, I don't think that that's going to work, but <laughs> it could. It might. Um, Just so bolt them in. I think that that's I think that that's why it's very suspicious. If I you mean, ask me. put them in the front. This is just so weird. It's you like, know, you know it's what else like, is weird? Well, you know what the limit is? Uh, how much does the Model Y weigh? Yeah, a little bit more than that. Oh, there's a seven seat version. Well, crap. And here's something weirder. It looks like consumer leases should make certain vehicles that normally would not have been eligible for the tax credit because the battery components or even the vehicle assembly itself took place outside of North America eligible now for the full credit. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. The whole EV tax credit, the whole thing that where Senator Manchin said we're going to do this was all about making sure that we made the car inside of America. Yes. USA! So now you're telling me if I lease if I lease an EV that wasn't even made in North America or with any of our friendly countries, I could still get the full tax credit. But if I wanted to buy that same vehicle, I wouldn't get the tax credit? Yeah, and this is where Senator Manchin comes back in. According to Reuters, uh, Manchin, who chairs the energy panel, doesn't like what the Treasury Department is up to and is vowing to introduce legislation to stop this dangerous interpretation from Treasury. So maybe don't get too excited or rush out and get your lease before it gets changed. And it looks like you can get a Chevy Bolt with the full $7,500 tax credit uh, before the IRS comes out with full guidance in March. 
Yeah, um, Farzad Mazbahi tweeted, Tesla is getting screwed hard. Here's a chart that outlines the complete absurdity of the IRA EV tax credit. And Elon said, this is messed up. And so I think this is completely arbitrary on the IRS's part. I think that, I mean, you're trying to make it sound like they're actually using some kind of like weight. I think somebody somewhere is trying really hard to make it so that uh, Tesla doesn't get as much as they should and that other companies that shouldn't get anything are getting something. So I hope actually, in this case, weird to say it, the Senator Manchin does pass some legislation uh, to clear this all up. Because, I mean, well, and this goes back to something we talked about a few weeks ago. They pass a law. The Treasury Department is supposed to implement the law, but they're not really following the spirit of the law. They're trying to do all this kind of loophole stuff. And that's not, I don't think, what the law was intending to do. So it definitely feels like a bit of political shenanigans. Yes, maybe, it does. Maybe, you know, I don't think that there's anyone out there with anything to lose, right? <laughs> nobody, nobody would, like, go and lobby or bribe or anything like that. I don't think anyone would do that. No. 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 It would be ridiculous just to stick it to Tesla somehow. As we film this, we still don't have the final Q4 Tesla production numbers. Um, analysts have been estimating between uh, 420,000 and 480,000 cars. Through the magic of editing, though, we can show you that number. <laughs> And in my opinion, uh, this number, while important, is vastly overrated when it comes to Tesla stock price. As if eking out a few more cars in the quarter really matters in the bigger scheme of things. It doesn't. And especially this quarter, because uh, as we know, uh, Q4, no tax credit, Q, Q1 of next year, that right now, uh, now you can get a tax credit. So it's like, don't you think a lot of people were waiting Exactly. And don't you think this quarter is going to be a little low, no matter what? Right. Um, and the same is true for deliveries. It's just that it scratches the itch for analysts who love numbers. So keep in mind, there are so many variables here. There's multiple factories. There's new paint colors that can slow down production. There's the holidays. There's shipping. And of course, the tax law changes. That means that many people who waited till January 1st to take delivery could get that tax credit. So of course, Q4 was going to see a lot of inventory buildup as people waited for taking delivery till next year. The takeaway for me, is that Tesla is looking at about a 47% year-over-year increase in production. That's the number people should be talking about. And it lines up with Tesla's guidance. They've been saying 50% exactly. uh, year-over-year growth uh, for quite a while. Exactly. And uh, we're pretty much there. There you go. So Tesla tweeted out a recap of what they achieved in 2022. Expanded the supercharger network to all 50 U.S. states and reached 40,000 superchargers total worldwide. They opened the supercharger network to non-Tesla EVs in 15 European countries and started Model-Y deliveries from our factories in Berlin, Brandenburg, and Texas. Published our third impact report, Model-Y and Model-3 ranked as the most American-made vehicles. Model-Y and Model-S received five stars and the highest overall weighted safety scores from Euro NCAP under the current protocol. Shipped 87 new major features in 11 over-the-air software updates made our two millionth vehicle at our factories in Fremont and Nevada, launched Plaid track mode for maximum fun and zoomies, hosted our second AI day and introduced TeslaBot to the world, launched two new colors for Model Y in Europe, Quicksilver and Midnight Cherry Red, both made at Giga Berlin, opened Mega Factory, our new Mega Pack factory in Lathrop, California, capable of producing 10,000 Mega Pack units per year, delivered our first Tesla semis, Published the North American Charging Standard, opening our EV connector design to the world. Launched Tesla Electric in Texas, 
enabling Powerwall owners to generate, use, and export sustainable energy to power their homes. Continue to ramp vehicle production at Giga Texas and Giga Berlin, with both building 3,000 Model Ys per week in mid-December, reached 500,000 solar panel and solar roof installations, and enabled anyone in North America who has purchased full self-driving to request full self-driving beta, reaching 285,000 total cars. Back in April at the All In Summit, Elon had said that full self-driving would go to wide release by the end of 2022. And of course, uh, Elon time, he never hits his targets. Ha 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 ha. Uh, no, he, he achieved that milestone on schedule. Oh, well, that's weird because um, everyone always says... He never hits anything on time. But ha 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 ha. In April, he predicted that it would grow to probably 1 million people on that order by the end of the year. So he didn't really hit his number, did he? No, you're right. Uh, 285,000 is a far cry from a million users. I mean, FSD does cost an extra $15,000. Mm. You can also subscribe to it for $99 or $199 a month, depending on which base you're starting from. I mean, he was off. Was he off because he's just wildly wrong about how many people want it is he off because he thought it would have more features by now and more people would want those um you tell us comment below give us your thoughts mm. but there's the last couple things that tesla did this year that they recapped achieved a record output of 4680 cells with total number of cells produced in one week equaling 1000 plus cars and broke the beatles 1969 record for most sold car in norway with model y to be continued in 2023. And just a little color on uh, Norway there. Every 10th car sold in Norway this year was a Model Y. Over 17,000 Model Ys sold in Norway, beating the 1969 VW Beetle record of 16,699. Also, 100,000th Tesla was registered in Norway last month in a country of just 5.4 million people. So kudos to Tesla. And speaking of Norway, Hyundai will no longer be selling ICE cars in Norway. Why is Hyundai pulling out of Norway? They're not. They're only going to be selling EVs. Oh, okay. But they're not even going to sell plug-in hybrids, just battery electrics. Wow. So, I mean, we know that Norway will ban fuel-burning engines by 2025, but is Hyundai the first traditional car maker to change over in any market to all EVs? I think so. Do you, do you hear that? I think it's hats being eaten. That's right. People who said this day would never come. Well, it's here. It was actually two days ago. Uh, right. <laughs> well, good for you, Hyundai. You finally caught up to Tesla 10 years late and at the behest of a government. But you did it. And more good news out of Europe, the Model Y was the best-selling car in Europe for the second month in 2022. November saw 19,144 Tesla Model Ys sold in Europe. Okay, but that's only because they're shipped over from China in irregular chunks. I mean, in September, Model Y was number one because there was a shipment from China. In October, it wasn't even on the top 50 because there was no shipment from China. I mean, this would be like winning a 100-meter dash inside of a marathon. I mean, it's great, but it's not the whole story. It's true. However, Giga Berlin has been ramping up production to 3,000 cars a week in mid-December. Now, I agree. I don't know if December numbers will be another win and will likely hinge on deliveries from Giga Shanghai. Well, let's talk about Giga Shanghai because, oh boy, did the news want to talk about Giga Shanghai this past couple of weeks? Did you hear that they either already had, were in the middle of, or planning to have a shutdown? 
Yeah, this has been a big part of the recent media fudstorm. Apparently, somehow, allegedly two weeks of reduced production from Giga Shanghai in January is going to basically sink the company? Well, and let's talk about China for just a second. According to how you read it, Tesla is either in trouble because COVID is shutting down their factory again, or it's because of Chinese New Year. Or none of this is true. And recent reports coming from China say that the holiday is for just a week, just one day longer than the statutory holiday, like what they have to do. Or it's because there's less Chinese demand due to recession or competition. And I think that's the only big scary thing that anyone could point to. And even if that were the case, even if uh, China was going into some major recession and no one was buying new vehicles and where would Tesla sell the vehicles that it was producing in Giga Shanghai, I don't know, maybe they would be exporting them. Yeah, I mean, they just opened Thailand, South Korea and Japan are growing like crazy. And hello, India. Right. There's so many other markets that Tesla could export from Giga Shanghai, too. But if you're really worried about China going into some kind of crazy recession, I mean, Tesla just started selling the Model S and X in China again. Right. I don't think that you do that if you're not going to be able to sell any. Right. Um, but maybe this will be some great indicator to show just how in trouble China is. I don't know. But again they can just export out of the country. Well, nothing to keep in mind. It's the largest car market in the world and you have one factory there. It's not like when you've had, you know, 20 factories and you have to keep pumping out like that many cars. I mean, they're not going to be able to keep up no matter what. We really hope that you like our show. If you do, please help us out by hitting the like button. YouTube doesn't really know what to make of a one hour weekly news show. So it's really up to our viewers, you hitting the like button, which determines how many people see our show. So please just take a second and it would really help us out. So if you need another reason to stay bullish about Tesla during this latest FUD storm, how about this? What are you doing? I'm going to Tesla's Megapack webpage. I think everybody knows about Tesla's Megapack grid storage batteries, you know, 1.9 megawatts or uh, 3.9 megawatt hours of stored electricity. Yeah, but do they know this? What are you pointing at? Uh, look down the page to the desired delivery date. Why do you want to wait until Q3 of 2024 to get your Megapack? I don't. That's the earliest you can get one. Tesla has such a backlog that new orders will have to wait for almost two years to get megapacks. Tesla's battery pack deployments have grown by 62% year over year in 2022. Another reason to stay bullish on Tesla. So GM is recalling 131,000 Chevy Bolts. Um, we already covered this story. Everyone knows about the Chevy Bolt battery recall. No, no, this has nothing to do with the battery packs. This recall is over concerns that the vehicle might catch fire. Yeah, that was because the battery packs could catch fire. Some of them had defects. No, no, no. This is for 2017 to 2023 model year Chevy Bolts in which fires may start when there is a crash and the seatbelt pretensioner may ignite carpet fibers. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, there have been four incidents so far that NHTSA has found during their investigation uh, in which this has happened. So basically, um, if you don't know, a seat belt works in a couple different ways. Obviously, you have the belt and you plug it into the thing. And for, the mo for most people, that's all you think about. But mm -hmm. when you get into an accident, uh, you don't want the belt to kind of do that thing where it like lets you pull it. Even if you pull it kind of quickly, um, you don't want to go that far forward in a crash. Yeah. So what it does is when it detects a crash, it fires an explosion what and that explosion powers the pretensioner because it needs to do it really quickly you can't just have like a motor go like no you're in it you're in an accident so it's, and it goes and then 
and then you get into the accident and I didn't know that. that keeps you alive. The problem is <laughs> that explosion in the Chevy Bolt could light the car on fire. But hang on. I thought that this kind of stuff, because I mean, pretensioners have been in cars for years. I thought big automakers were good at this kind of stuff. Like that was something that they should be really good compared to Tesla on. Well, um, apparently not. Uh, the fix for Bolt owners is to bring their vehicles into the dealership to have metal foil added between the carpet and the pretensioner, along with a thermal cover to prevent ignition. So, yeah. All of the Bolts were recalled? Uh, yeah, all of them. Every single one. So, I mean, you know, it, with the battery recall, you could blame LG. You could say, um, you know, they, GM doesn't know anything about EVs and that kind of makes sense. Uh, but this one, pretensioners. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I have a new idea for a Netflix show, like a MacGyver show, where you use those pretensioners that, you know, there's an explosive in there, right? Okay. So I'm like, you can MacGyver that into all sorts of cool things. Yeah, that sounds like something out of Breaking Bad or something. Yeah. Okay, everybody, how would you like to see the Tesla semi-truck's battery and powertrain system? White Hat Hacker Green, the only, found these images probably from Tesla's parts catalog. So it looks like the battery system is modular, so you can replace modules or install more or less depending on the range you're after. The DUs, or drive units, are cooled with mega cooling modules. I can't wait to get our semi-truck. Yes, it's going to be freaking awesome. Um, so yeah, first kind of view inside the truck. I mean, not that I was expecting it to look much different than that, but... <laughs> It is fun to see it nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, you got to put those batteries somewhere. And it makes sense. I mean, you're sitting up in the cabs. So there's plenty of room below. That's that's really cool. Yeah. Can keep the weight nice and low and yeah. in the center of the truck. I wonder if our friends over at the Cybertruck Owners Club are going to be talking also about semi-trucks or if they're just into the Cybertruck. Anyway, head on over to the Cybertruck Owners Club. They help sponsor the show. Their website is for Cybertruck news, discussions, and community for Cybertruck enthusiasts and future owners. All right, so back in October, we told you about how Tesla had opened its first round of supercharger voting. This is where all of us could help decide on the next locations for superchargers around the world. Well, Tesla just announced the first 15 locations that we, you and I, picked. So it seems that Tesla picked the top five locations from the U.S., Europe, and Asia. Now, that's kind of not fair to our Canadian and Mexican friends because the U.S. outnumbers them, and hence the U.S. won all five locations on this round. It doesn't mean that these are the only superchargers getting put in, though. No, I just, but I mean, for this competition. I see. Well, and similarly in Europe, three out of the five locations went to Germany. And similarly in Asia, four out of the five went to South Korea. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Tesla may want to rethink how it does this on the next round. And there is a next round. You can vote the next round here. We'll put the link down below. And I was pretty happy to see that uh, my suggestion of uh, North Adams, Massachusetts, um, was actually getting some votes. And mine in Provincetown was getting a lot of votes, too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So last week, a Tesla driver in Germany apparently fell asleep on the Autobahn A70 from Bamberg. German traffic police on patrol followed the Tesla going 110 kilometers an hour, about 68 miles an hour, for about 15 minutes, repeatedly trying to get the 45-year-old's attention by blowing their horns and telling him to pull over, but he was asleep. Eventually, he woke up. The police pulled him over and said that he displayed drug-typical abnormalities during the checkup. Now, apparently, the driver had his hands on the wheel as he slept, but the police did find a steering wheel weight in the footwell of the vehicle. 
Now, I thought that the steering wheel weights didn't work on Teslas anymore because the software changed and you now need to apply more torque than a wheel weight. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought that the whole thing was like you had to apply kind of opposite torque, you know, like really like a real driver would. I don't know if it's ever been tested to work. Do you think like he sleeps and he kind of just like... like no, I don't think that his hands were on the wheel. I think that the we the wheel weight worked. I think that that's what it was. And then he got pulled over. He pulled it off and threw it in the wheel well. That's like the best he could have done. So, know? I mean, the driver has given up his license until the court reaches the decision. Um, he didn't give it up voluntarily, obviously. So a couple things here. If this was a routine thing that this driver was doing, like napping on autopilot, then, of course, this is very bad. Autopilot is not designed to replace the driver, but rather to assist the driver. But let's just maybe this happened. If the driver fell asleep... As one in 25 drivers report doing in a latest CDC report, then the AP system actually worked. It kept the car from crashing. So I just want to point out, according to NHTSA, 2.5% of fatal crashes in the U.S. are caused by drowsy drivers. So this story could go either way. You could look at it like, Tesla's bad. They let drivers do this. Or you could look at it as this guy was kept alive for 15 minutes where he would have probably crashed and killed somebody. And I mean, there's a couple of things here. You have a driver who, according to uh, German police, was uh, drug had drug typical abnormalities, um, which I'm assuming is just a weird German translation. Probably he was on something. Um, had a wheel weight on the wheel. So he was breaking the law. In three ways, right? Not only are you on drugs, not only do you have a wheel weight, and also you fall asleep at the wheel. Right. So three bad things all wrapped into one. This is not the best person you're going to want on the road. And there was no accident. And I would just like to point out police around the world. If you see this happening and it's a Tesla, pull in front of the vehicle and it will slow, slow it down. down. Right. Don't just... go for 15 minutes trying to wake him up. Like what? It, it is dangerous. But... I, I mean, hey, that's pretty cool, right? And, I, I, you know, like if it had crashed, maybe you could go like, well, see, no, it I, can't handle it, but it didn't. I know. There, no one was hurt. I don't, really amazing. So Tesla has a new wireless charger for sale on its website. Yes. Wireless Tesla charging. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why aren't you more excited? Well, for one thing, it's not even available till February. February is just around the corner. Wireless Tesla chargers. Oh, boy. Why are you so excited about it? Are you kidding? No charging cables. But, I mean, it's expensive. How much is it? It's $300. That's it? $300 for a wireless Tesla charger? That's cheaper than the Tesla Gen 3 wall charger. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You do know what I'm talking about is this, right? Wait, is that only 110 volts? How, how fast does it charge? Um, let me see. 15 watts of fast charging for up to three items. Wait, are you talking about a wireless phone charger? Yes, wireless phone charger. It's not to charge your Tesla, it's to charge your phone. I thought you meant a Tesla wireless car charger. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm sorry, I should have said a Tesla wireless phone charger. Um, we'll put the link down below to the Tesla store where you can buy this and put it on your desk. Um, there are cheaper wireless chargers. But if you like Tesla and you want to... $300. $300 doesn't charge Why your car. Why wasn't it out for Christmas? Hey, probably they were trying. So if you've been wondering where Tesla is at with their 4680 battery production, well, we got a tweet from Tesla's Twitter account on Christmas Day. 
868,000 cells in seven days. That's a thousand plus cars worth of cells. Currently, the 4680s are being made at the Cato Road facility in Fremont, California. But Samsung SDI is building a pilot plant in South Korea to make 4680s. And of course, Giga Texas has a 4680 battery production line as well. So 4680s will likely be used in Cybertruck and Semi-Truck. And of course, they're already being used in some model-wise. Yeah, so exciting. All right, it's time for Into the Future, sponsored by our friends at Henson Shaving. And our friends at Henson Shaving have some presents for us. What? Here you go, Zach. Da -da 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 -da. I got a present? Yeah, that's from, you got a present that's from Henson Shaving. I already opened mine. I'm not going to show you what it is because it would spoil the surprise. Same as you? What? Yes. What? So this is Henson's Titanium Razor. So this is, it's the exact same. Wait, is that your name on it? Yes. Do I have my name? You oh my gosh. Initials I have it. my name on it. So it's basically the exact same razor as the aluminum one, only it's made out of titanium. That's my name and you might be saying, so is this titanium? It uses vibranium technology. Look, it's the exact same size and shape as the aluminum one. It should shave just as well. The only difference is that this is a way harder thing to machine. It's basically just a hat trick. I've talked, we've talked with the CEO and you, you know, know what? What? I think if we get 20,000 likes, I'll shave my beard off. 20,000 likes, that's yeah. it? I'm getting so jealous of you shaving. I, yeah. I, I want an you. excuse. <laughs> Hit the like button. Get us to 20,000 likes. I will shave off this beard. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> All right. It'll grow back, people. It'll grow back. <laughs> wow. I'm so excited. Yeah. And uh, wow. hey, I got you some presents as well. You did? Yes. Wow, this is exciting. Um, so should I start you off with the, the good presents or the not so good presents? I don't care. Okay. I'm going to start you. Uh, we'll we'll split the difference. Okay. Here you go. What? This is a 
Ford Mustang Mach-E. Yes. Nice. All right. Wow. So that one was kind of the, the most underwhelming one. Okay. Next one. What? Yeah. This is a Tesla Roadster RC Racer. Roadster uh, 2.0, of course. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm really torn. I want to rip it out of the box right now and race it, but I also want to keep it in the box. Why? I don't know. Everyone keeps them in the box. Like, you know, for like collector's edition okay. and stuff. All right. Well, maybe this Comment is down one. below. What should I do? This should I open it or should I? That you're going to want to keep in the in the paper, I'm sure. A lucid air. Lucid air. So now you have a lucid air. Wow. Congratulations. I really want to put these on the set. That's, that's why we All have right. the set. Let's put them on the set. All right. Wow. So uh, thank you, Henson, for uh, those, those yeah, presents. Yeah, thank you, Henson. And that's I mean, exciting. look, it, the aluminum version is just as good as the titanium one. <laughs> the Says CEO you. told me that they're exactly the same. The only thing was it's harder to machine titanium. It's just to show how amazing. This is a fully 100% uh, Canadian company. They manufacture all their stuff in Canada when they're not busy uh, making satellites. For yeah, and don't forget, you can get 100 free blades by using our code. Head on over to Henson now. It makes a great gift for that special person in your life or for yourself. All right, so according to a bill of lading from Gregor Truck on Twitter, 66 giant KUKA robots have arrived at Giga Texas on December 18th. Many believe that these robots will be used on the Cybertruck production line. There have also been many job postings for Cybertruck-related jobs at Giga Texas, including robotics engineer and senior equipment engineer robotics. So this is exciting. This is very exciting and uh, kind of a fun job. I mean, you're going to get to use oh my robots. God. That would be the best job. You're going to make make uh, cyber trucks everyone would talk to you about all the time wherever you go like what are you working on <laughs> yeah oh my god all right it's time for going green and we're brought to you by ecoware and uh if you didn't get that present you wanted for the holidays or maybe you know you're still going to some holiday parties and you need some presents head over to ecoware and pick up something there yeah maybe something for yourself if uh nobody got you anything and then uh, maybe next year they'll get the message exactly <laughs> So I think when my time comes, that it would be nice to be delivered to my final resting place in an electric vehicle. So going green, a uh, couple different meanings of that phrase, huh? <laughs> exactly. We've reported on a Tesla Model S that was modified into an electric hearse, but now a Dutch company, Dirks Utvartmobilitet, has converted a Tesla Model 3 into a Tesla Hearse 3. And not just one, I might add, they're actually taking orders. So if you are in the funeral business, you can order one. Now, if this doesn't even look like the familiar Model 3, uh, you aren't to blame. The only parts they kept are the front end, the front doors, the mirror caps, uh, the lighting units, and the bumpers. Everything else has been modified. Yeah, the vehicle itself is actually 34 inches longer than the standard Model 3 sedan. The range is estimated at 350 to 375 kilometers after the changes. And of course, it has all the hardware necessary to make it a working hearse. Kind of uh, morbid, but, but nice. It's, it's not morbid. I mean... It's it's a thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I mean, comment down below if you'd like to be brought to your final resting place in an electric vehicle. Don't comment below. You should put it in your will. <laughs> All right. It's time for Sunspots. How would you like to go from paying $6,000 a year for electricity to getting paid $2,500 per year? Do I have to give up using electricity and then install a wind turbine or something? Well, this is the story of Joseph Evans. He owns Ballycroft Winery in South Australia. He was spending $6,000 a year on electricity, so he decided to install solar panels, a wallbox Quasar V2G charging unit, and his Nissan Leaf's 40 kilowatt hour battery to charge during the day and provide his home with power at night. And excess power he sends to the grid and he gets paid for it. So now 
he makes money. Wow. Yeah, so they use stored rainwater and they are completely self-sufficient. They even deliver their wine to local restaurants using their leaf. So let me get this straight. They run their 10-acre vineyard using only the sun and the power stored in their Nissan Leaf at night, right? That's right, because Nissan Leafs from 2013 on have V2G capabilities. It's essentially a big battery on wheels. And now you can unlock that with like the wall box. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's amazing that this tech has been around for so long and it's only starting to actually like people are starting to get it. Yeah. And I mean, just want to stress again, he uses a lot of power. It's a vineyard. Yeah. But he gets paid. He makes money every year now. And you might be like, that's insane. How is that possible? It's because he's helping the grid. This yeah. Is, this is why V2G is so powerful. Yeah. All right. It's time for our video contributor stories. Remember, we need your stories. So send them on in to us two minutes or less. Shoot them in landscape. Doesn't have to be anything fancy. And send them to hello at nowyouknowchannel.com. What do we got this week, Jess? David sent us this about his Model Y garage setup. Hey, Zach and Jesse. My name is Dave, and this is my Model Y. I back my car into the garage, and so I put a duct tape parking space on the floor. It really helps when backing up uh, to use those backup lines that come up on the screen when you're in reverse. And you might be thinking, why would you back into your garage? Because when I back down into the street, if I'm going forward, I can have perfect visibility and I can see when people are coming past and I'm much less likely to get in an accident. About 10% of accidents are caused by people backing up and having accidents. So next thing I wanted to show you was this cord. This is the Tesla wall charger cord. I wrapped it around a rafter up there and it hangs right here. And I love it because then when I take the cord out, it just hangs freely and I don't trip over my cord. Uh, next thing is when you try to get this secondary storage area to come up, it's really difficult to get your hand in there. So I found a solution. Do you see this little strip? This is black Velcro and it's a cord manager. And if you just uh, slip that in there, it's super easy to grab and it just virtually disappears because of the black on black effect. All right, guys, I love your show. Keep it up and now you know. Thank you, David. Great tips there for all you Tesla owners with garages. All right, it's time for a Patreon bonus stories. We got a lot of stories this week. I mean, we're gonna be talking about uh, not only some investor club bonus stories, which you're gonna not wanna miss, um, but then we've got a whole bunch of Patreon bonus stories about some big accidents that have happened this week. Um, Buick dealerships, um, the whole Twitter narrative going on with Elon, I've got some thoughts on that. Um, you're gonna wanna see this video from Tesla that we're gonna talk about. Um, some Rivians got into trouble this week. So anyway, if you want to see all those stories and more, a buck a week is all it takes. You help out the show. We give you back by making a lot of content for you. And also, we've got some other stories over on our Disruptive Investing channel. So if you want to hear a little bit more investing stuff before you pull the trigger on our $10 level on Patreon uh, for our investor club, you can check out those stories over on Disruptive Investing channel. All right, we're back from the Patreon bonus stories. We got some shout outs. These are hugely important people who support the show. They get their names in the end credits. Who do we got this week? We've got Raymond Smith. Raphael. Martin Paris. Gary Reardon. And Gage Cotting. Thank you so much for supporting the show. All right, we put out a poll this week. What was it? Is the IRS being unfair to Tesla in its classification of a Model Y five-seater as a sedan? Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. I... <laughs> Uh, what do people say? Uh, let's see. I mean, early results are in, um, but yes, overwhelmingly, you agree with me. This is completely <laughs> unfair. Uh, you know, you know what? If you're in America, you have the power 
to write to your officials, write to your congresspeople, write to whoever you want to and tell them that this is unfair because it is unfair. This is ridiculous. All right, it's time for Elon's Tweets of the Week. And can I just say this was a super challenging week uh, this week for us putting together Elon's Tweets of the Week because he was on like a coffee-infused tweet hurricane. It's like he bought the company or something. He must have posted well over 100 tweets. So we had to edit it down for time's sake. Whew. Here we go. I hope AI doesn't need to become a liar to exist. Elon says, potentially major problem. You know, I mean, if AI can learn to lie. Mm. I think the problem is that you used to be the kind of person who reads The Onion, but now you're the kind of person The Onion has always parodied. It's you, not them, Elon. Elon says, mind virus got you and you don't realize it. Ooh. This was in response to whole Twitter thread that we're not going to get into. Shibatoshi Nakamoto said, the correct side of the culture war is always the side that can make fun of itself. And Elon says... Uh, Bullseye. Elon tweeted out, approaching 100 Starlinks active in Iran. Now, an update to this, an Iranian official has confirmed that there are now around 800 active Starlink terminals in Iran. Wow. So That's just a week later. Uh, John Ehrlichman, great guy to follow, by the way, on Twitter. He posted things that didn't exist on Christmas 20 years ago. And Elon said, wow. Yeah. And I said, wow. I was like, all these things, I mean, most of these things I use every day. Right. And they didn't exist 20 years ago. Uh, John O'Crider said, I would always get the one that says John. Uh, and this is, you know, uh, they never had a Zach. I don't think they ever had a Jesse. And Elon said they never had my name either. Uh, this is a quote from Elon. The Constitution is greater than any president. End of story. Elon replied to the Twitter user who tweets his quotes. And so he's replying to his quote. He says, may it always be so. It is the most treasured item on my bedside table. Holmar's catalog said, oh, my God, Elon tweeted that he loves Russia. No, you just tweeted that you have no sense of humor and poor reading comprehension. Elon said exactly. So this is again in response to something that we're not going to cover right now. Farzad said, holy sh**, New York Times is literally a mouthpiece for SBF. And Elon said, yeah. Uh, Elon tweeted this out, some nights. <laughs> is he like watching over Gotham? Like what? what is that? Isn't he like Batman? Is he? Isn't he Maybe though? Maybe he is Batman. Think about it. Nick said, always seems four days ahead of the media cycle, and that is just the stories they actually cover. Elon says, yeah, legacy media just tells you what you already learned on Twitter several days earlier. Much of the time, they are literally writing stories based on tweets. Um, I would argue it's either tweets or TikToks. <laughs> the rabbit hole had this quote from Malcolm X. The media is the most powerful entity on Earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and make the guilty innocent. And that's power because they control the minds of the masses. Elon replied, Twitter can change that. Wall Street Silver said, would it make sense for Twitter to buy Substack and more tightly connect the two platforms? Twitter plus Substack creates instantly massive competition for obsolete legacy corporate media. Elon said, I'm open to the idea. Hmm. Elon tweeted out this meme. <laughs> Basically, the mainstream media is not paying attention to the Twitter files. Shibatoshi Nakamoto said, the thought process of every single person is biased. If you think yours isn't biased, you're more biased than the average person and just in denial. Actual awareness of your biases is necessary to combat it. Elon says, no matter how smart someone is, they're always some percent wrong. Jason tweeted out Elon Musk versus the current thing. And Elon said, synthetic mRNA has incredible potential. So now we're talking about back to biology now we're back to biology. okay elon said new twitter policy is to follow the science which necessarily includes reasoned questioning of the science and that's a really important point science is not about this is a fact it's about you keep trying trying to, disprove, to disprove it right yeah significant back-end server architecture changes rolled out twitter should feel faster and new twitter will strive to optimize unregretted user minutes so you know how you're on twitter for a while and you're like i regret having wasted all that time <laughs> he's trying to minimize that or he's optimizing 
that you don't regret it. That's what I mean. Uh, <laughs> instead of not being on Twitter. Right. Which I think is better for you. Actually, I'm not a doctor. I've been finding Twitter to be much better the past few weeks. Okay. Uh, Robert Reich and Elon actually agree on something. He said Wall Street has consolidated into five giant banks. Airlines have merged from 12 carriers in 1980 to four today. A handful of drug companies control the pharmaceutical industry. Four giants control over 80% of meat processing. The evidence of corporate concentration is everywhere. Elon says, agreed. Reduced competition is not good for the people. Nice. So they agree on they agree. something. There you go. Elon said, to assess if a drug is good, whether legal or illegal, the acid test is being able to say, blank, made me a better person. Elon says, cocaine does not meet that test. Does so, he know that by experience? I, I don't know. I don't know. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. And History and Pictures says, what about ayahuasca, Elon? Massive benefits to it. Speaking from experience, should it be legalized under professional supervision? Elon said, yes. Hmm. Universal Psy says, do we humans owe our large brains to starch? And this is a really cool article showing that maybe it was starch that got us to be as smart as we are, not this whole meat eating thing, and that Elon said carbs rock. Carbs have gotten a bad rep, I just wanna say. They're pretty necessary for your brain. And I like this uh, meme, what if I told you the only way to escape the matrix is to unlearn everything that you have been taught and rebuild your entire belief system based on critical thought and analysis. Hmm. Doge designer said, honestly, how many hours you slept last night? Elon said, not enough. So oh, Elon, get to bed. Honest. That's maybe because he was tweeting too much. Uh, Dare W said, is this true or is it fake news? Basically that there wasn't enough toilet paper at the Twitter headquarters. Uh, bring your own toilet paper. Laugh out loud. It was true for half a day. So, right. They fired somebody and there wasn't toilet paper for half a day. That turns into national news. Um, <laughs> I guess so. Because, uh, I mean... If, you ever, if you've ever gone into a bathroom, there's no toilet paper. It usually isn't national news, but it it is annoying for you. I will say that. Peter Diamanta said, futurists like Ray Kurzweil predict that we'll reach BCI, which is brain-computer interfaces, in the early 2030s. Would you agree? Elon said sooner. Well, of course he would He's say that. working on one. <laughs> Elon said, if you don't think there's at least a tiny chance you're an NPC, you're an NPC. <laughs> An NPC is, of course, a non-player character in the video game. Neil deGrasse Tyson said, where do you lean on the political spectrum? And 44% uh, said center. Elon said, I would have expected more center. I would have too. Jason DeBolt said, if you still believe anything the mainstream media tells you at this point, I don't know what else to say. None of it can be trusted. The only thing I consider to be legit news is citizen journalism on Twitter with actual evidence. Everything else is garbage. Elon replied saying, Twitter gives you immediate news from the actual sources themselves versus filtered hidden agenda news that is days old. Science Girl said, what's the nicest thing anyone has ever said to you? You're not an NPC. The Onion said, man forced to venture pretty far into the wilds of the internet to have opinion confirmed. Elon says, been there. Tesla owner Silicon Valley said, I've seen so many people within the community freak out over the past several weeks, and yet Elon has continued to reiterate his commitment to Tesla. The Tesla team is killing it and pushing hard to end the quarter well during these recession headwinds. Elon says, long-term fundamentals are extremely strong. Short-term market madness is unpredictable. Please take both these sentences fully to heart. New Twitter navigation coming in January that allows swiping to the side to switch between recommended and followed tweets, trends, topics, etc. Until then, tap stars icon on the upper right of home screen to switch. Get Paid Writing said the most underrated life hack is doing the damn work. And Elon said 100%. Agreed. Elon said Tesla Megapack and Powerwall will make a massive difference to achieving a sustainable energy future for Earth. And another quote from Elon, Jesus taught love, kindness, and forgiveness. I used to think that turning the other cheek was weak and foolish, but I was the fool for not appreciating its profound wisdom. And then Elon agreed with himself. 
Elon went on to say, Twitter has a bookmark function accessible through the share button on tweet. To read bookmarks, tap the profile icon. This obscure UI will be fixed in January. Easy to create folders to bookmark tweets into various categories. Unlike likes, bookmarks are private. And Tim Young said, when has Elon ever been right wing? Elon says, exactly. I'm obviously moderate wing, except as viewed by the far left. Holmar's catalog said, users with more than 10,000 miles on full self-driving beta should be given the option to turn off the steering wheel nag. Elon says, agreed, update coming in January. Whoa, but I mean, that's 10,000 miles on FSD beta. That's a lot of miles. I think I probably have like 12. Yeah. (laughs) Doge Designer said, if Elon Musk stops tweeting for a while, some journalists will have no job. (laughs) All right. through the tweets. So that was the tweet, the very abridged tweets of the week. Um, Many weeks we bring you completely unabridged tweets. This week, um, our video would be two hours long if we had to cover every single one of them. Brought you kind of a smattering of everything. Yeah. Community mail time. Community mail time. Googlium sent us these pictures from a local EV show in Florida. Anthony shared these pictures of EVs around Copenhagen. So we got a Tesla. <laughs> we, got a, we got a Honda E there. EW. Um, got the Mach-E. The Mach-E is a taxi. Wow. It looks actually pretty good. It's it does. I like with the yellow. And ID Buzz. Here's a picture of Marcus and his daughter with his brand new Model Y in Sweden. Oh, congratulations. Archie found this really cool original Tesla Roadster in Solano Beach, California. That is. That looks wow. slick. That is. Look how small that car is. I know. It's tiny. Robert spotted this driverless Waymo van in Chandler, Arizona. Felix spotted all these Rivians in Queensboro Plaza in New York. That's because that's where the service center is. Yep. Max took this video of an autonomous food delivery bot that was delivering for Chick-fil-A in Austin, Texas. Hmm. That is a cool little bot. All right, it's time for supercharger reviews. But before we get to that, let's talk about a beautiful supercharger. Well, this is the 10,000th supercharger stall in China. China now has over 1,500 supercharger locations. So went from only 100 stalls in China in 2016. Now they have superchargers in 320 Chinese cities. In the big cities, Tesla customers are on average just 15 minutes away from a supercharger. Yeah, and look at this one. It's red, super, it's like an inverted yeah. Supercharger. That's cool. That's cool. It's very Chinese because they love red. Hey, Zach. Hey, Jesse. We are here at the Tesla Supercharger outside of Austin. We're east of Austin on Loop 130, uh, right across from Texas Gigafactory. We've got uh, 12 stalls here. Nine are pull-in. Uh, three are back-in. Uh, they are the 250-kilowatt uh, uh, chargers. Uh, we're getting a great charging rate. Uh, right across from the Circle K, uh, coffee, drinks, that sort of thing. That's about it. And there's nothing else really around us. We're right across the loop from Texas, Texas Gigafactory. Uh, it's a great stop for us on the way to uh, South Texas. We typically go this way from Fort Worth down to South Padre Island. And uh, we're headed down to Starbase for the presentation. But uh, I would give this one a uh, rating of about a seven. Uh, the charger to get a 10. Uh, there's just not much around here, so uh, that would drag it down some. So I would call it a seven. So now you know. Hey, Jack and Jesse. I'm here at the Santa Fe, Mexico City Urban Supercharger. Located right here. It's an eight stall location. Uh, 72 kilo urban style supercharger. Located in the Patio Santa Fe uh, shopping center. Boarding for Tesla owners, Mexico. I grade this location uh, 7 out of 10. Now you know. 
Hey, Jesse and Zach, it's Marty Weinberg in Halifax, North Carolina. Got a new uh, supercharger station at the Oasis over there. They got a Dunkin' Donuts and other food. They got 12 stalls here, 250 kilowatt hour stalls. And they also got these two little chargers here for other EVs. Nice amenities here, literally right off of 95. There's 95 in the background. And each stall has window washers and garbage cans. Very nicely appointed. I give this a nine out of 10. Take care, now you know. Hi, second GSC. Just wanted to do a review of a new supercharger that I found here in Texas. 45 is about five minutes away. You can actually see from here, you got Texas uh, very close. Um, and uh, it has 12 stalls, version three. Really nice um, facility. You can just pull in, uh, very easy to park. Um, it's located here, it's Circle K. You have a few uh, things inside that you can eat. And um, so very nice, I'll give this one eight out of 10. All right, speaking of China, we're going to display right now a list of all the Chinese superchargers, 49 of them that went on since the last show that we did the supercharger review. So part of that's our fault because we skipped a show last week doing that. Um, it's number 1566 in China that went live. So these are all the Chinese ones. We just don't have time to read them all, but amazing. And my mouth would fall off if I had to pronounce exactly. them Exactly. All. all right. We still got many pages of superchargers. Here we go. Here we go. So two weeks of superchargers. We got the six stall in Kobe in North Japan. 20 stall in Kirchheim, Germany. The 12 stall in St. Augustine at World Commerce Parkway, Florida. The 8 stall in Perth Amboy, New Jersey. The 4 stall in Kashiwanoa, Japan. The 12 stall in Tustin at Flightway, California. The 16 stall at Victorville, California. The 6 stall in Wollongong at New South Wales, Australia. The 8 stall in Dubai at Al Warka in UAE. Number 25 in Wisconsin is the 8 stall in Appleton, Wisconsin. The 8 stall in North Richland Hills, Texas. Number 333 in California is the 12 stall in San Diego at Claremont Mesa Boulevard, California. Number 23 in Minnesota is the 8 stall at Two Harbors, Minnesota. Number 28 in Austria is the 12 stall at Spital and Ardraw, Austria. Number 41 in Massachusetts is the 8 stall in Freetown, Massachusetts. Number 4 in Rhode Island is the 8 stall in Providence, Rhode Island. Number 54 in Australia is the 12 stall at Box Hill in Victoria, Australia. The 8 stall in Quanah, Texas. The 16 stall in New Boston, Texas. Number 40 in Maryland is the 8 stall in Bowie, Maryland. The 12 stall in Howell Township, New Jersey. Number 55 in Virginia is the 8 stall in Atkins, Virginia. The 16 stall in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Number 44 in Illinois is the 12 stall in Orland Park, Illinois. Number 173 in Canada is the 8 stall in Gananoque, Ontario. Number 12 in Louisiana is the 16 stall in Iowa, Louisiana at Henry's Travel Plaza, Louisiana. The 12 stall in Miami at Bird Road, Florida. Number 57 in New Jersey is the 12 stall at North Bergen, New Jersey. Number 29 in Switzerland is the 20 stall in Wallisellen, Switzerland. The 28 stall in Braun, France. The 12 stall in Estberg, Denmark. The 12 stall in Alessandria, Italy. The 8 stall in Abu Dhabi at Almeria, UAE. Number 17 in the UAE is the 8 stall at Sarjah, UAE. The 7 stall in Pingtung at Nanzhou Jingzhou Nursery, Taiwan. The 4 stall is 120 kilowatt at Hualien, Taiwan. The 8 stall in Gusong, South Korea. The 16 stall in Bordeaux-Lac, France. Number 132 in France is the 16 stall at Strasbourg Nord, France. The 8 stall in Rimini, Italy. The 16 stall in Ellington, Florida, with limited hours. Number 155 in Germany is the 18 stall in Fusen, Germany. 
Number 57 in Japan is the four stall at Kasugai, Japan. Limited hours. The eight stall at Gunpu at Guangzhou, South Korea. Number 66 in Italy is the 12 stall in Saravare Scrivia, Italy. The 11 stall in Isan, One Mount, South Korea. Number 19 in Denmark is the 24 stall in Kipilev, Denmark. Number 38 in Washington is the 8 stall in Quincy, Washington. Number 121 in Florida is the 8 stall in Newport Ritchie, Florida. Number 51 in Spain is the 16 stall at Jinzu de Lima, Spain. The 3 stall in Kitayan, Hong Kong. 6 stall at Shaiyi Dapumai Precision Machinery Park, Taiwan. The 6 stall in Changhua at Puxin in Taiwan. The 6 stall at Changhua Water Recycling Center, Taiwan. The 3 stall in Taichung at Li Meridin, Li Fang, Taiwan. The 8th stall at Paju, South Korea. The 6th stall in Seoul to Sangam, South Korea. Number 62 in Hong Kong is the 6th stall at Goodman Reach Center, Hong Kong. Number 107 in Texas is the 8th stall in Houston at Piping Rock Lane, Texas. Number 38 in Georgia is the 11th stall in Pooler, US 80, Georgia. The 9th stall in Seoul to Daichi, South Korea. Number 64 in Taiwan is the 6th stall in Yunlin at Linne, Taiwan. And number 109 in South Korea... 1,907 in Asia and 4,665 in the world is the eight stall at Suwon at Mengpu in South Korea. Oh my God. Wow, there's so many superchargers. Wow. Wow. That's a lot. Congratulations to the Tesla supercharger team. You guys are <laughs> off the hook. I don't know how you guys did that. Uh, I want to thank you for having to listen to me being sick this week. Um, I did. All my vocal exercises before I started the show to try and make it as good as possible. It's but not COVID. It's that weird cold that everyone's yeah. getting. So um, maybe next week I'll have it. Hopefully not. Um, I'll be taking my vitamin C. So here's hoping. Thank you so much for watching all the way to the end of this episode. We really appreciate it. Um, and again, you can get Zach to shave his beard off with his brand new Henson shaver. I'll do it too. Uh, if 20,000 likes on this video, it's doable. It's totally it's doable. doable. We've look, had, at the, we've... look at the guilt people into it. Okay, if we have to. Um, I've, I've never seen him in my life without a beard. Yeah, I uh, started growing it like the day you were born. So, yeah. So I've never, I've never, I have never seen him without a beard. You may not want to see it. But. But you will if you hit the like button. It'll, it'll grow back. <laughs> so, uh, thank you so much for watching. We can't do this show without these amazing people. These are our patrons. They make this show possible because if we had to rely on sponsors and YouTube ad revenue only, there would be months where we wouldn't be able to pay everybody. Right. Um, and that, and there are a lot of people that we're paying now. Oh, I want to big yeah, by shout the way, out to our amazing editors. The show you're seeing right now was done probably entirely by our new squad of amazing editors from around the world. And thank you to those people who are working so hard to do this. Yeah, it's really, really exciting. And again, we wouldn't have been able to do this without your support and your help. Um, and 330 episodes is a lot. Uh, so thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Now, now you know. know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.